as the Department of Science and Innovation, our interest is to use both science, technology and innovation, in fact three things, to support social and economic development. Yeah? So le let me start with the science. You know, science uh, is, is an essential ingredient. It's not the only ingredient, it's an essential ingredient to making good policy. Whether you're talking about transport policy or social policy or things like the basic income grant, etc., there's science that's required to assist. The kind of science is to understand the magnitude of the problem, the solutions, etc. And so we have quite a vibrant uh, science system in South Africa. And there are many, many individual scientists who are contributing to shaping uh, social policy. But the session that I was involved in is to look at how uh, certain innovations that are coming up in, 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 in the world. How can this be effectively mobilized to create a better world? You know, so we know that, for example, we have, uh, we have climate change. And in order to, to, to mitigate the impacts of climate change, we need to do adaptation, but we also need to do mitigation. We need to be able to move to new energy systems. We need to uh, use energy in a very different way, etc. Yeah? And so part of what we do in that instance is to look at how we can effectively work with partner departments like Department of, of Mineral Resources and Energy, etc. to introduce these new technologies so that they, they begin to make what we call a systems change. Now, this conference here is called the World Science Forum and, 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 and it's ha happening under the banner of uh, Science for Social Justice. And so the big focus this time is, is questions that, uh, you know, many scientists and many policymakers are, are, are grappling with. And that is, how do we leverage and how do we mobilize this power that science can offer? But how can we do it so that it can make real change? Because people have found out that even though there's good science, not all of the time is this good science feeding into policymakers. So there's going to be various sessions during the next three days, four days, that looks at different dimensions of the relationship between science and policy. Let me leave it at that for now. Let's talk about just on, on, on this important relationship that exists between science and social policy. Um, why do you feel that that was the focus that was decided on this year? Um, it could have been focused on um, the use of science. On, we just emerged from COP27, for example, um, a few weeks ago. Um, why is it important that we use science for social justice? Okay. So what we've discovered is that, you know, the world is unfair, but the world is also facing some really deep problems uh, that are existential in nature, whether it's climate change or whether it's inequality. I mean, these are challenges that are not going to be solved without deep thinking about questions of fairness, about justice, etc. So, I mean, you would know that out of COP, South Africa is, is, is moving into the... Uh, and what we call the just transition, the just economic transition. That just economic transition plan is, is, is underpinned by a lot of science. Uh, I know of the people who've been working at the Presidential Climate Change Commission uh, or people who've been advising uh, government on these things are looking at uh, the science, uh, what, what needs to be done, and we need to, to talk about science in a bit of a way that is not 
there isn't just one kind of science. I think when people talk about science, sometimes you may imagine, you know, physics and chemistry. Yes, there's the basic sciences and, and a very important theme at this conference because we, as uh, your listeners may or may not know, this year was declared as the... International Year of Basic Sciences by UNESCO. So even the basic sciences, you know, we wouldn't have been able to respond to COVID as fast as we did if we didn't invest, <coughs> apologies, over many, many years on very basic science. When we needed that basic science, the scientists were able to take it forward and, and accelerate vaccine development, etc. So the whole science, the science community understands that it has a role to play, but the important thing is how do we make sure that the science helps to address the problems that we face. And it's not just science for science sake. So that's the, the reason for this theme. And, and, and South Africa is, a, is, is an ideal place to have this kind of discussions because uh, we acknowledge globally as a country that has thought about this relationship between science and policy and, and have tried to, to look at ways of improving that relationship between the two, yeah. So it's it's not it's it's. I think it's a it's a it's a topical uh, discussion. And remember, this this is a World Science Forum. So this theme was selected uh, based on a suggestion by South Africa, but then it was accepted by our global partners, including UNESCO, because these are the same debates that they having in other places. And the Science Forum provides a a good place to have deep discussions about some of these these issues that are worrying scientists and policymakers all over the world. Um, as, a, as, a, as a senior official um, within the uh, public service, what is an event of this nature, which is particularly in your area, does in terms of South Africa and its challenges that it's faced right now, in terms of what the event of this magic should engage in with um, scientists around the world converging here in South Africa, what would that do for officials within the, 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 the department, but also within public service in general, in terms of policy making? All right. So, I mean, I think there's two parts to that question. The first is, as a Department of Science and Innovation, our role is to support the research system and the innovation system. So a forum like this is an ideal place, particularly for young people, to see what other people are thinking, the science that is happening in other places, and very importantly to make connections because some of the problems we need to solve will only be solved if we work in partnership with a whole range of other people. Yeah? And so you'll notice if you look at the program that a big focus of the conference is on science diplomacy. So that's one. But then, on, on uh, why is it important for other government department officials to attend conferences like this uh, so that when they see the World Science Forum, they don't say, oh, okay, it's for DSI. Yeah? Uh, because all of the themes that we're dealing with, whether it's the Department of International Research and uh, Resources and Cooperation, whether it's minerals and energy, whether it's environment, whether it's health, all of those issues are being dealt with here. So it provides uh, uh, opportunities for people, pol uh, bureau, uh, bureaucrats and public servants in other government departments to actually see and get a good s understanding of what are some of the kind of um, critical groundbreaking work that is happening on the scientific front. So we do encourage, we do encourage uh, 
we do encourage people to to uh, uh, attend uh, conferences like this here. And in fact, there's a whole lot of people that I work with in other government departments, people from the uh, Department of uh, Environment, Fisheries and Forestry, Department of uh, uh, um, uh, DTI, Sea, Health, Energy, who we work with and who have come to this conference and are finding it very useful. It's quite important. Let's conclude in terms of uh, by the end of, of uh, this important meeting for, for South Africa. I mean, will we have sent the African agenda? Because everyone, you're talking about science for diplomacy now. You're touching on my territory because this is what we are looking at in terms of how advancing um, relations with other countries. Well, we know how South Africa regards the rights of the African continent. It's quite central in its policy making as well and orientation. Just how significant is this meeting for the African continent? No, it's very significant. There's a couple of things happening. A lot of the, uh, some of our African projects <coughs> that we're working, <coughs> working on, whether it's in astronomy or health, etc., have used this occasion to have their side meetings uh, to take it forward. But very importantly, what this conference has done is it's placed the need for uh, I mean, I was in a session that basically looked at the next 20 to 30 years. And it's very clear from the demographic statistics uh, that, 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 that uh, you know, I, I think one of the statistics was that in 10 years' time, uh, out of every three children that are born, two will be African. You know, so it's a century uh, where clearly Africa is not, we're just not looking at Africa for solving African problems. Solving African problems means solving the global problems. Because these problems of exclusion, inequality, climate change, etc. Uh, requires the whole globe to work on it. So, and we have a very important contribution to make and this conference is really profiling uh, the excellence that exists in African science, which is sometimes not appreciated. Uh, and, and I have already seen uh, the main conference hasn't started, but we've had a couple of side events and it's been very clear that people acknowledge that uh, there's, a, there's a lot of good science happening on the continent and that uh, African, Africa is taking its place in terms of contributing uh, in a partnership way in solving global challenges. That's a good way to leave it. Thank you so much. Thank you.